0: I'm telling you, it was her. It was Princess Zelda. She went right up to this kid and just took the candy right from it. It was Princess Zelda.
1: I mean, it was raining a lot that night. Mm,
0: but it was her. Could you the tell blonde hair.
1: through he, the rain? Can't trust those royals.
0: Mm.
1: Seriously. was she own the place? <laughs> Not buying my milk. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that's right. We're hanging out. Welcome to the Milk Bar, um, that place that's in Hyrule, It is. Don't worry about it. It's here. Where Where is it here? Uh, in In the new Tears of the Kingdom map, where 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 is the Milk Bar? Do we think?
0: Uh, it's in a cave. Well, it's It's a speakeasy style. You got to find the cave. And that's then right. Got to make your way through. Right. <laughs> got to know the password.
2: Yeah, underground is all the rage this
1: time, so... hmm You gotta do the secret handshake with the glowy frog.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> right, and then you get into the milk bar. Um, yeah, so I do have Jeremy with me here. Jeremy, how you doing?
0: I'm doing good. I got my... I, I, I don't... Did you hear uh, Telma started doing craft milk? I've Got my craft milk here. Oh, God. That's terrible. Does
1: she, have, does she have a milk stout? <laughs>
0: Yeah, she got a milk out. <laughs> uh,
1: tell him it's crazy. She'll try anything to do multiple things. Uh, yeah, and who else uh, is hanging out at the bar with us today? Go ahead and introduce so, yourself.
2: Um, David, uh, from the mythical land of Zelda dungeon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ooh, what what do you do over there, David?
2: Uh, i'm a senior copy editor um and writer been there for about three and a half years and then i also am editor in chief over at boss rush network
1: okay very
0: nice
2: cool
1: uh boss rush network so boss rush is that a uh a mega man
2: uh no so it's uh, um what it's what boss rush all, is this yeah so boss rush is um we cover entertainment, journalism, so in anything from movies, TV shows, video games, and we also have uh, a collection of podcasts as well uh, that are centered on okay. video games entertainment. So a lot more cool. broad focus than just Zelda Dungeon.
1: Mm. Yeah, I was just like, there's a lot of boss rushes, but I immediately go to Mega Man, and I also immediately drop out of
2: internet. Yeah. Oh.
1: You're, Am I doing you're here okay? with us still. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. you're still
0: here.
2: All right, yeah. Um, <laughs> Too much hetano cheese well, over there. <laughs>
1: well, that's wonderful. Um I uh have been hanging out in Tears of the Kingdom. Have you? Oh yeah.
2: I'm 100, 140 <laughs> hours in, so
1: Okay. What does 140 hours look like as far as uh phenomena and and uh what cuz it, it looks as far as we're, what we're doing, it, it could be different because we're restricting ourselves. Are, are you just f- flying all over the map? And, and have you done like basically beaten the game?
2: Yeah, so I'm. I'm going to be very spoiler aware tonight, and will be restricting myself to the left side of the map. Is what what we talked about ahead of time here. But <laughs> I um, <laughs> was feeling the pressure with with writing and editing articles about Zelda for Zelda Dungeon to to go ahead and finish the game. So. Uh, I did beat it at around 120 hours, um, and uh, you know, my I, t- I had to take a break, uh, and so I played another game for about 80 hours, and then I'm coming back to it again and put about 15 hours in this week, and really enjoying my second sort of re-entry into Hyrule after the upheaval and and doing side quests and there, there's just so much to explore in this game that you know it's going to take years, not months, to to get through. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's uh I mean there's there's double the land. There's also underground, you know, caves and stuff in the sky. Yeah, there's just way more stuff to look at.
2: And and more Korok seeds depending on how much suffering you, you want, so. <laughs> That's true. Are there so are there we've established there's 900, right? Is that <laughs> I can't remember I if they did more or less this game than the previous. I think there's actually more Korok seeds this game. I think there's close to a thousand this time.
0: Hmm. I could be,
2: I could be wrong. Don't, okay. don't, that's you know, don't quote me on that. Right, our, right. Yeah. Our it, co-host Tegan
0: not... says she's going to get them all. Oh, hmm. she's alone. She's alone in our group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: um.
1: Yeah. It, like. It... 400 something um <laughs> so i mean that we each spend our time i'm playing it a lot but i don't look for koroks so i'm just probably underground way more often
2: but uh yeah like <laughs> i'm just like okay i'll get to those someday yeah mapping out the Mark, uh, the depths is you know i i after beating the four regional phenomena and, and beating the game and the whole, and you know, the third act, which is phenomenal. Um, the depths have really been what I've been trying to focus on. So, and there, I still got a long way. I mean, it's so each little light route, you know, it illuminates such a small area that it really just takes forever to get through. So. Yeah.
1: It's a quick break and then you're back to throwing bright blooms everywhere.
0: Yep. (laughs) see and I I have given up doing the bright bloom stuff I just fly it through the like dark <laughs> abyss, oh man and fingers crossed I don't run in anything like it's just like <laughs> yeah. okay I see some light in the distance let's just go straight towards that the best that we can and then somehow even with the best efforts in that I'll just hit a tree or whatever those things are called yeah right, yep. down there just out of nowhere it's like link just smacks his head against the the branch of a tree And I come crashing down, and I'm just like, okay, now I'll throw a bright bloom out. Figure out where I'm at.
1: What's happening now? Can I ascend?
2: (laughs) The depths have been, I mean, it's great, you know, obviously, you know, not talking spoilers, but just it's great post-game content, too, because I feel like there's still so many surprises down there that it, it keeps the game fun and interesting, you know, just I, I like even, you know, that yesterday I was playing through and I discovered something, I won't say what it is, but like totally surprised me and loved what they you know, loved this connecting tissue from the surface to the depths and how they did it. And it was just like Ooh. this is awesome. You know, like I, I it it makes me just want to keep exploring the depths. So Ooh. I I love it.
1: It's a lot of good dumb stuff down there too. So yeah. like, uh, like whether it's mines or just more rock or making your battery stronger or just, you know, muddle buds, lots of muddle buds to collect.
2: Yep. The, the boss fights in the dark, too. I mean, I think one of the things that you all probably notice is that a lot of the lionels have sort of migrated down to the depths this game and and you know fighting them in the in the dark like that is just (laughs) adds this whole other layer of intensity
1: other than the the coliseum there's like i've maybe found like two or three down there like just running around solo and so like I, i need more i found the one under the castle that was absurd um, but is that yeah, the armored I, I one. Want... Probably. I think he, there, I there think are... that one
2: under the castle has like the rock armor on and just like,
1: <laughs> I tried to sneak past him. He didn't like that. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what I was doing down there, but I was like, Hey, this is in the starting area. I can go under the castle, right? <laughs> um, yeah, that was, that was crazy. <laughs>
2: A lot of ways yeah, to die. Um,
1: yeah. There's 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 a lot of stuff under there that just really wants to kill you. Um, the castle's. Have have Jeremy? Have you hung out in the castle much since we've like barely discussed it?
0: I mean, other than getting there, the there is a a piece of clothing in there that I got. Um, I didn't feel like I turned my my treasure sensor on and did some exploring in there to like find some of the treasure chests, but that was it. And then I just sort of was like, this isn't as interesting as I hoped it was going to be. Yeah. Because in Breath of the Wild, that was a place to get good weapons. And now all the weapons are all rusted and everything. And so the weapons you get there aren't nearly as interesting as weapons you get other places.
1: You get like harder or bad guys. And so you were getting good like parts. Like sure. I, like I came around a corner and saw six black horror and got six awesome like horblin like hammer pieces out of it it was like okay this was worth it but there's a cook in there that's the hanging. we meet him once in lookout landing and then he like goes to the dining room and is never seen from again and I can't find the dining room and it's killing me I've been back a couple of times and like crawled all over that damn thing
2: well okay uh, hmm. I think what you're saying, though, about the the higher quality enemies in there is really true. I think that's one of the things that Nintendo really improved upon Breath of the Wild with this, with tying item drops to defeating enemies, mm-hmm. you know, it makes it way more interesting. Because with Breath of the Wild, I felt like after a while I was like, Okay, there's a bacoblin camp. Like I'm just gonna go around. There's no there's no point in engaging yeah. with them. The novelty had worn off. But now you know the game continues uh, to incentivize you. My master about you. to break, so yeah. yeah.
1: Like may- maybe your master sword's about to break, and you're like, "Well, I'll just break it over this guy's face," so the timer yeah. starts again. But uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, there wasn't much of a reason to, to to mess with the camp at a certain point.
2: Yeah. Uh, so yeah,
1: like, yeah. Go ahead.
2: Oh, just you know now like. um like last night I was uh, exploring a cave and I came across some Lizalfos with that like red, like Reaper looking horn. And that mm-hmm. makes just awesome weapons, you know, and it was like, oh, yeah, like I I got to go finish that guy off. You know, it's like um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I, I yes, like that. Yes, a please, lot. I'll take that.
1: Yeah. Did uh, anyone use the tails as whips very much? What? <laughs> no. Have you not seen this? nope you seen this yeah you, you ever seen this uh there's a yeah if you take a Lizalfo's tail and infuse it to a weapon it will like become
2: a whip what it's all like right, an extendo right, whip. hang on let's see hang on yeah all, all right, right. Yeah, so that, that's on my list of things i gotta do now
1: um i like i haven't <laughs> really come up with like a great use for it. I, I haven't messed with it too much, but I had one for a while, and you know, used it from time to time. Yeah. So like Blazafu whips Castlevania style through the underworld. There. I I bet the the different elemental tails will you know like the red tail and the yellow the ice tail will will do em, uh, elemental damage, but I'm having a hard enough time. Finding those tails to upgrade my gear as it is. So
0: right. I yeah. haven't been
1: using them very much.
0: That's the balance that I keep running into where I keep forgetting these parts are also used to upgrade your gear. And mm-hmm. so I end up just attaching a bunch of random, like high level things to my yep. weapons, only to be like, right, I should have saved that actually. <laughs>
2: the upgrading your gear is a lot more challenging this time around. And like, again, I'm okay with that. Like (laughs) I'm okay that this game is going to, going to take a lot longer. You know, that, that was a long six years after breath of the wild. And, you know, especially at at Zelda dungeon, I know we were like squeezing every ounce of content out of it. We could, you know, and it's like, (laughs) to, to be able to have so much stuff that, you know, it's hard to do that takes time and, you know, the game sort of paces you. Um, I like that. You know, I'm that's one of the, the post game things that I'm really focusing on now is trying to go and level up a lot of the armor sets that I really like and still discovering mm-hmm. some that I didn't even know were there. And uh, it's not easy. I mean, heck, even uh, I don't know how far you guys have gotten in unlocking the, the great fairies, but that's, you know, no small job either.
1: There are a lot more. To do, to a lot more required.
2: Of, yeah, you know, in Breath of the
0: hmm. Wild, you just needed to know where they were and have enough money. Right, that's all it took.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, great, thanks. Uh, yeah, because one of them, we we found one of them, and it was like, cool, it's in the region we need. And it's like, yeah, now go to a region <laughs> you're not going to go to for like a month <laughs> and a half. Like, oh, yep. cool.
0: Yep, yep.
1: I did. I went there. I did it. I know you did
2: Ryan (laughs) do you guys have a favorite armor Uh, set right now I'm trying I
0: I, I bounce around so much I love the gloom
1: set Um, you know just the poncho and everything it looks good Tegan pointed out well maybe I'll just let that one stay until we get to that episode, because that episode won't come out for a month. So,
0: yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll let Tegan,
1: Tegan's thing stand. Um, yeah, that one's really good. There's one I do like the way the, the frog suit, climbing Please. suit looks. I don't use it unless I'm like in a cave in Laneru where right. they're all just, just dripping, just waterfalls <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like it looks sick. I love it.
0: I I do really like the Zora armor, uh, mostly because of its ability to zoom up waterfalls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that—that that is a technique that I want to use more. But of course, you're not in unless unless you're in the Zora's domain area. Um, you don't really, you know. Ah, shoot, that is also we. That is way ahead of what we're talking about right mm-hmm, now. Too, a little isn't bit,
1: it? but like, yeah, uh, uh, I like the. I, it's fine. I like the uh the addition of being able to paraglide into a waterfall with the Zora shirt on and immediately shoot up it. And I
0: wish I wish I'm talking I had about that was in Breath of the Wild, so whatever. <laughs> you could do that in Breath of the Wild as well. You could from I, the Paraglider? I, didn't
2: know... I I thought the Not Paraglider
0: the part Paraglider was new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, no, that using is using the Zora armor to zoom up the waterfall. Yes. that was in yes, Breath yes. of the Wild. All right,
1: and it was. I just meant the paraglider part because there are there are spots in in the Skylands where there's a huge waterfall like coming off of an island that, and I had to like, you know, bike my way up there, air bike my <laughs> way up there. So, <laughs> I, so having still that not got the earlier, air bike down. Yeah. Oh, but having that <laughs> just shirt would have been helpful it. in that. It's yeah, so that situation.
0: St- it's funny how the m- little minute detail can completely throw off the balance of it. Yeah. Like I've seen tutorials mm-hmm. on that. They were like, okay, rotate this. Now just press a very quickly to drop it here. Okay. Turn around. Press this button to do a complete ninety degree turn, or a one hundred and eighty degree turn, and then backflip by just pressing this. Do not touch <laughs> the joystick. And wow. it's like this is how you do the precise, like perfect angle build of it, so that it's it just will go straight are, whenever you get are, on it.
1: These are speed run setups.
0: Um, That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm not gonna do. Like I know, as soon as I get on mine, I need to pull to the right. It's like having an old car; like <laughs> yeah. you just know the,
2: um, the alignment's off. Lean. It's just yeah,
0: yeah. You just
2: know.
1: But I've got awesome. Joy-Con drift anyway, so what's the right? <laughs> yeah. Just
2: bike. make it the opposite of your Joy-Con drift, and you're good. Yeah,
1: yep. you know what? There you go. Oh God, yeah. Like um. How 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 have you enjoyed the Skylands?
2: Well, you know, I, I'm a little disappointed with them. They're fine. Like they're mm-hmm. they're great. I I it's kind of funny. I actually don't think Nintendo ever intended them for, for me much at all. I think it was the perfect bait and switch. The game's yeah. clearly about the depths. I think mm-hmm. releasing Skyward Sword HD, you know, the previous summer And then releasing that trailer primed everyone to think this is a return to the skies. And that's just not what the game is. You know, I mean, the skies are there, but that's not what it's about. Um, We were talking before the show. They hit it so well. (laughs) Yeah, they did. I mean, it was great. I loved it. You know, that. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe DLC. We were talking before the show. Like, maybe there'll be more DLC in the sky. And then, you know, maybe there will be more landmass up there. But um, it's a nice break. It's a nice way to explore and and another navigation point. I I like to, you know, get up to some of those locations and then I I invested a lot in stamina. Um, So, you know, I try to paraglide to other places I need to be from the sky. Um, Mm -hmm. So I like it. In, In some ways, it's reminiscent of Wind Waker, where
0: you have so much water and like little land masses in between, right? Right. And you could. To, you could like build something uh, that will get you from one area to the other that it's going to be take, it's going to take forever and it's going to be boring. Or you can bounce from here to here, to here, to here. That'll eventually get you to that place. And it's almost, it, it's a similar sort of layout to like, look, look at the wind waker map and look how sparse it is. Then look at the skylands in Twilight or in uh, tears of the kingdom and see how sparse it is. And it's like, it's kind of a mm. similar vibe in that way.
2: That's actually a great comparison. I had not heard that yet. And that totally works for me. And I, it never bothered me how open wind waker was. I, I didn't mind that the oceans were, you know, expansive and I, the sky yeah. doesn't bother me for that either. I, I just I accept it for what it is. And I, and I like that.
1: Yeah. thinking think I, of it as a bait and switch is, is, Really, the perfect way to do it. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what it that's what it was like. Everyone figuring out the depths were existed and were huge and were just doubled uh, was all pretty great. I,
2: I will say um, again, being very aware of spoilers, the sky. There is a portion of the sky that takes on significance later in the game, and that was an absolute blast. Um, okay. Uh, that that is they they delivered on their promise to an extent uh with that and i really enjoyed that part so something to look forward to i guess <laughs> it's well and it,
0: it, i'd still am blown away and i've still done this a couple times because it's so cool just going teleporting up to the sky near a uh, a chasm And literally just being like, I'm just going to jump and I'm just going to fall for a while and just Mm -hmm. like take it in. And I remember showing my partner that early on of just being like you, she doesn't play video games. Like she asked me the other day I was talking about it and she was like, so wait, so this is a game you can like beat. Like you like, finish the game and i was like yes <laughs> <laughs> she the, like the only game she really knows are the ones that her kids play and that's roblox and Fortnite, and those are closer to like social media than they are like 99 of video games and so uh i showed her this and i was like i need you to just see how big this game is like i'm just just watch me okay i'm up here and i'm like panning around and i'm like you uh, look at all of that stuff out there okay right Okay, now I'm going to jump, and I just made her watch, and she was, like, staring for a while. She was like, okay, and I'm like, just just wait, just wait, <laughs> and then eventually she sees me, like, go down in this hole, and she's like, what is going on? And then I just, like, keep falling, and then I land down there, and I already had a bunch of it illuminated, so I was able to be like, the- that whole map that I just showed you above is also down here. <laughs> and she was like what and i was like that took them seven years to make this game
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that is like the the essential tears of the kingdom experience right Uh, going from the sky all the way to the depths like that um i know you guys are sticking right now on the left side of the map um there's at least one labyrinth have you guys done any of the labyrinths yet
0: we have two complete okay. so far in here. So that experience kind of like what you're talking about, right?
2: Except I didn't do the third one. Oh, okay.
0: Third one's right. third one's over on the right side. We yeah. haven't gotten there. Right. Not not as right, right, the, right. it is airing.
2: So right. I love I like that was one of those my brain just exploded moments when mm-hmm. you start with the traditional labyrinth on the ground, like before it sends you up into the sky. Right, and then you you plummet all the way from the sky down into the depths and finish your journey, and it was yeah. just like, oh my gosh, that was just the coolest thing. Jump from here.
0: For whatever uh. reason, <laughs> it, when you hit the zone I switch. So if you go if you go to the sky first on there and you hit the zone yeah. I switch, you get an X. For whatever reason, my brain releases dopamine when it tells me. <laughs> You know, you hit that zone, I switch because I've done it so many times. You press, it, a thing happens. When I press it and a thing doesn't happen, I'm like, oh, that's no. a puzzle. It's a right. more adventure. <laughs> I get to go do a thing. Yeah, now. when they
2: <laughs> <laughs> over your screen. That was really cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because I went up there first and because I just figured the, the ones in the sky were separate from the ones on the ground. They're like, no, you have to go down there first. I'm like, ooh, okay. I'll be back, I guess.
2: And I think that's one thing that this game just builds so much more successfully on with Breath of the Wild is that um, intrinsic storytelling in the map, right? I think the best example of that is is the Wind Temple, right? You're climbing all the way up this thing mm-hmm. to get up there, and it, it's telling you a story as you go uh and it just feels so epic by the time you get there and in the labyrinth is, mm-hmm. they 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 do that as well you know that you, there's this whole mythology you know like baked into the landscape and um you feel like you're a part of a larger story i i, I just love what they did with that mhm yeah it it just
1: they've had a lot more time to think about how the world is like connected or or to they have a story kind of this time uh, a little right. bit more <laughs> um, and yeah uh, and just like we're able to hide so much more things and like flesh the world out it, it's great
2: and I know the game What's, was uh, in oh, yeah. oh go ahead
1: go ahead oh, I was just go gonna, go gonna say I
2: know that the game was in development you know for a long time so it, it's definitely possible to overstate any impact that a game like Elden Ring might have had but at the mm-hmm. same time, I, that was one thing that I loved so much about Elden Ring is, um, you know, the, the landscape was just very full and meaningful and the story was found every corner that you explored. And, you know, if it didn't influence Tears of the Kingdom, they certainly have that in common.
0: Yeah. I Yeah. I think there was an interview where they were like, we didn't have time to play other video games. Right. <laughs> you know? And it's like, yeah, I get that, absolutely. Right. <laughs> That's uh, David, I I'm wondering, uh, David, I'm wondering, how do you feel about the building?
2: Yeah, you know, so I'm I'm really happy it's in the game, and I think it just adds something that is so central to Zelda. You know, you hear a lot of people say, oh, this isn't even Zelda anymore, it's Minecraft. And I, I just couldn't disagree more. I mean, Zelda has always been about solving puzzles your own way and building Mm -hmm. equips players to continue to do that. You know, you have all the tools at your disposal. Your success depends on your ability to craft a solution. And that could be traditional ways of doing it, or it could be with the building mechanics. Um, Having said that, I'm not great at building. (laughs) Like my brain doesn't work that way. (laughs) Um, So, while I've been super impressed with the videos I've seen online of other people, I, I think I like to sort of brute force my way through most stuff. And that's kind of my, my sad rather hack and slash, um, yes. at things. Um, so, so, <laughs> but, but again, what, I mean, it's great. Like, and why you could really argue that this is at least currently the best video game ever made is it's like, the game can be what you want it to be. I mean, so much about modern games now are about telling your own story within the context of the story universe. And if you want this to be a crafting and a building game, you can be an engineer, Hyrule's greatest engineer that saves the day. If you want it to be a traditional mm-hmm. fantasy epic, which is more in line with what I'm you know wanting and enjoying, it can be that too. And so um I I'm happy that it's in the game. I think it's incredible and just just technically speaking, I mean, it's, it's a Marvel. (laughs) Uh, I should win game of the year alone just on that mechanic, but, um, it's just not personally something that I leverage much with my playstyle. Okay. And it,
1: uh, it, it's a very like them, um, solution or not. uh, It's a very them like way to go about crafting. Like, um, you you'll have like a table or a menu you have to go to, and and they're like, right here, <laughs> right now. Can I fuse? Yeah. Can I build? Can I can I stick things just right here, right now? Like, w- why go somewhere? I do now. Um. So yeah, and it it just kind of it 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 is a sort of familiar system to other games, but it's completely their way about going about it.
2: Absolutely. Uh, I mean, Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo delivers again. I mean, that's they're they're my favorite gaming company for a reason because they just they keep keep coming back and and you know doing things that makes your jaw drop.
1: Yeah, what's your what what is your favorite weapon as as a hack and slasher? What do you if you have you know plenty of parts to spare? What would you shove together? So.
2: I really like um, fusing the royal uh, sword, the royal um, Hylian sword with the silver Bacoblin horn. Uh, it's got that like little light bell <laughs> kind of on the <laughs> end. It almost looks like a Pikmin thing or something. But um, so I like fusing those and it usually gives me like a nice 43 uh, damage. Um have have you guys talked about the Master Sword at all? I'll stay away from talking about that if I th- we have.
1: Um I don't think that's out yet.
2: Okay. Well I can I, I can stay that. away yeah. from that, but there's some cool stuff you yeah. can do with the Master Sword that um make it far more fun than uh Breath of the Wild, in my opinion. Mm hmm. Yeah. And so that, that um, between that, you know, the, the other actually uh, one other thing really quick, too. I like mm-hmm. doing weird things with my we- weapons, too. So like, um, you know, attaching, you know, like mushrooms on the ends of swords, uh, you know, things that, you know, bounce enemies or, you know, it's that fuse mechanic is just a- endless fun. Um, so that, that tends to be what I cycle through most. But in a pinch, I'm always mm-hmm. going with that Bacoblin, silver Bacoblin horn and, and some sort of royal sword.
1: I've got yeah, I've got tons of those, so I feel I, I feel okay letting one go. If like okay, this is just a, a knight broadsword or a royal or a royal sword or whatever, I can I can stick like four of these on these weapons just so I have right. fused things. Um, and-
2: have you tried uh, yeah. and then just doing like wonky things on a weapon that I know is I'm not going to use very long. Like, you know, fusing two spears together or something and just giving yourself <laughs> like a 20 foot reach. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: uh, I, I, I definitely have the the spear with the Puff shroom, uh the Korok spear with the Puff Shroom on it. Awesome. It'll just, it'll just <laughs> poof uh, more than just once. So that's pretty good. Yeah.
0: I, uh, after we finished the Gerudo temple, I've found, I keep finding more Zonai weapons mm. that are all like fairly high level on their own. Like, I believe they're already technically fused, Yeah. um, but they're like in the sixties and I'm just like, that's fine. Mm. Yeah. I can do, I can get by just fine with these right now. Um, uh, and I keep finding a lot of them and I was really surprised by that.
2: Yeah, it seems like they they throw you some of those, you know, with that game sort of um, tutorial style of like, hey, here's a thing that we're thinking you didn't even know you could do. H- you know, here's an example of it. Now go do it yourself. Right. And so early mm-hmm. game, you get some of those like here's a constructs, you know, horn fused to, a you know, a zone I hilt. And hey, did you know that you can wield that one handed and it does 60 damage? <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it was like,
1: like them showing the Perry and the trailer with the sword with the shield on it was their yeah. way of saying like, no, like everything, like just <laughs> yeah. so you know before you get in here, it's this dumb. Like, okay,
2: <laughs> I paired a um, a, a, just a basic wooden stick with one of those like unicorn Zoni devices that shoots a laser out of it. And it it became like a like a boomstick or something. And it was just like shooting lasers out of it for as long as my battery would last. And it was just awesome.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's great.
1: I would have thought that would would have broken way earlier. But that's awesome. Because if you put it on a shield, that shield does not
2: last very long. No, it goes through your shield pretty quickly. I made that mistake that with a couple level 70 highly royal guard shields and I put a cannon on there and it like just blew through the shield's like, well, yeah. that was a mistake.
1: Those don't those don't last long to begin with. Right. Um, yeah, there's another reason to go into the castle. You get those really powerful, really weak weapons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh I don't know. You got any like weird tip like the, Oh no, no, here you go. Here's the thing. Here's the dumb
2: thing. Well, there's, there's another ability that you get for a link's hand. Have you guys gotten that?
1: Yes. Yeah. auto build?
2: Yeah. Okay. So, so saving yes. auto builds that you like, um, you know, and, and being strategic about that. And then also, you know, discovering, Um, I can't remember what the, the name of the zone I one, but they're like, they're like the little
0: (laughs) schematic schemas.
2: They, yeah,
1: I, I have found a lot of devices at their camps where I'm like, I, I see a stupid vehicle or in their, in their hideout. Uh, but I'll see like a stupid vehicle and be like, uh, grab some detritus off the ground and fuse it to it. And then go into my menu and favorite that. Be like, you're mine now. You belong to me.
0: There's, But there's also some that I got where it was just like portable kitchen. And I'm like, why would I? I'm never going to use this. Why would <laughs> yeah. I ever need? like? Because it does it where like, it has the pot, but then also has a little overhang on it so that you could do it like when it's raining. And yeah. it's like, dude, in case I'm you, never going to use this.
1: In case you like or trying to climb up something and you just want to like, it won't stop raining and they're like, screw this. I'm going to make a campfire. I'm going to sit down at it. And then in the daytime, it won't be raining.
0: I'll just use springs. I just put a this couple springs down and just launch myself up.
2: I love doing the double springs. That's awesome. And there's, there's a couple of like auto builds that I, I don't know if you found those schematics yet, but it's yeah. like the, steak and then you just it's like a super sp- oh man uh-huh. that thing's so useful <laughs> that's been
1: my new canon i was using yeah the, the one with that jeremy came up with uh but that one's like a little bit of a hassle It it is almost set it and forget it but this one with the steak is quite literally set it and forget it yeah
0: well yeah but i mean it floats mine just floats where i need it to float
1: yeah, but you have to like turn it on and then and then get it to where while it's shooting, get it to where you yeah,
0: want it. Yeah, th- okay, that's true. You can put the stake down wherever without turning it on. So right. yeah,
1: that's true. So it's like ah, I've sort of started switching over to that.
0: I would use uh, David. I would use. I would take one of those. We we call them gummies. The little square green floating starburst cube things. Floating um,
1: platforms.
0: Yeah, yeah. I took that and then put a cannon on it, and then if I'm in a cave. And there's a bunch of rock I need to blast through, I just make one of those and then just point it at the the like you know, the rocks and just let it sit there and just blast over and over, which is like really good for the like high level strong rocks, like the mm-hmm. blue and the black ones. Um, where you it takes three, four, or five hits for it to break through. So I just like, okay, just gonna sit here and watch. Just like right mining now. equipment. Yes.
1: <laughs> Go get these bright bloom seeds while this thing blows up.
0: Well, because I remember early on seeing in a Yiga camp and a drill, like some they put uh, on, a wh- on a wheel one of those spike wall things that would spin. And so that is like an actual like comparable to a modern drill um, that you would use for actual mining. But then I I was like, oh, I'm going to make this. And then I was immediately just like, oh, why no. would I just
2: <laughs> blow it up? Let's just shoot bombs at it. <laughs>
1: thinking too hard about this.
2: Yeah. Have you guys fought any gleox yet? Oh yes. Oh yes. I'm almost you, you, bored you with them. Do you feel like they're harder than you, Do you feel like they're harder than the lionels? You feel like lionels no. are still okay. Lionels
0: are still the top top dog in this world. Yeah. It's kind of
1: sad. I
2: had just so much potential. I had so much hope for them. That's interesting cuz I to me Maybe I just got so used to fighting Lionels in Breath of the Wild that I, I feel like I've almost memorized the pattern to beating Lionels, whereas Gleox still feel like a challenge to me. I I don't know why. I, but I know most people feel the opposite.
0: Yeah, I'm still having trouble fighting Lionels. I tried fighting one last night, it was like a zebra Lionel, and I was oh, yeah. like, I can't he he comes around and takes half my health off. And I'm just like, I don't I don't know what to do.
1: Got backflip. Still.
0: 120 hours. I'm trying to do the backflips. I'm trying to get the timing, but also I'm trying to shoot him in the face with an arrow. <laughs> the, uh, I,
1: I, th- I think the Lionel still have way more variety in, in what they can do. Um, the dragons are pretty, they're, they're, they can hit you like with the blow you back with their wings, but they seem to do that every time they get back up. Um, they're very predictable. Um Lionels are predictable in some ways, but I've probably killed like over a thousand of them between Breath of the Wild and <laughs> and this and this game. Yeah. Uh
0: Lionels so, just move faster, so that's it's harder to yeah. watch their movement,
2: right? I I hope that for assuming there is DLC, it would be really great if uh, we ended up getting some other area bosses like the mm-hmm. Mandala. I think was what's it called the like four headed you know piranha plant thing. Manhandleodontongus. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> However you want to pronounce that. Yeah. manhandler Yeah. manhandler Yeah. Uh, manhandla. yeah. That's,
1: uh, Mandala. That's probably. And some better.
2: Dodongos like I was like mm, they would. Yeah. That would've been awesome. Although I mean we have froxes,
1: but in some ways, froxes are my are my favorite of the new uh, guys. I mean, they're they're about as one note. They, They don't do too much variety, but I still I don't know. It's fun. It's dumb. I like them. They're dumb.
2: They're fun. They're they and finding them in the dark can be tough, you know, especially with those other little little froxes come and eat all your bright bloom seeds and Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh such a good Razzles. game.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, I I would be I was really hoping for a, a lot more, like no more Hinoxes, no more um you know, taluses and replace them with new stuff and we didn't really get any, you know, other than some Gleox, which they're fun, but yeah, really they upgraded the more. taluses
0: by making like the talus forts.
1: Those, yeah, uh, but those are usually I haven't fought like a hard talus fort. They're usually filled with red bacoblins.
0: Yeah. And also, and anyway, I just like throwing a, a muddle butt at it and watching it just launch them all off of it.
2: That's my like favorite thing <laughs> yeah, man, to do is I just like, I'm not I am not think I've tried that.
0: Well, that's the thing. Is I, I've been meaning to I talk think, about this on the yeah. show. Um, our co-host BC, he talks a lot about like he's getting his butt kicked constantly. I'm probably the one of us that is running away the most where I'm, mm. I'm regularly just being like, I don't care to fight you you're not part of my journey right now and sometimes I just want to watch some chaos happen and so I'll see one of the Talus forts and I'll just be like I'm not even going to collect any parts from it I'm going to use a muddle bud for my own entertainment right now and that's it and I throw it watch them launch out of there and I'm like alright bye <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's pretty good that's I, awesome. uh, yeah I, I, I use muddle buds a lot but there's some things I've just never thought to use them on
2: I would never have thought of using it on a Talus. I, You know, one thing I wish that they would give us, we don't really have any water area bosses. And that would have been, you know, I think about like Wind Waker, where you had the giant Octoroks, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. it feels like there was room, room to do something like that. It would have been, you know, interesting to see, Especially you know, in the, the water as you're doing those little missions to have someone come up and attack your raft or whatever.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. hoping whatever DLC we get, that we get more than just because we got one boss battle in the Breath of the Wild DLC at the end. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping we get more than that. It would be cool, yes, to like or at least add a couple more, quote unquote, like mid bosses that are in the world. Like throwing out some references, like from old Zelda games, uh, would be great. Like they did with the Gleeok. Like bring putting Aquamintis in here. Um, or something like that, you know, well, like a,
1: getting one, not just a one-headed dragon, you know.
0: Well, uh, no, is like the Pegasus <laughs> style creature. Yes, he does right? have a horn, right? Yeah, I mean, I know it's like it's it looks kind of dragon-like, but they all look like dragons on the NES. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, some some cool stuff like that. Like I, I I do hope that we get like you know more stuff just filling the world. And not necessarily, Mm -hmm. don't just, like, give us some more outfits. Give us some more outfits, but don't just give us some more outfits.
2: Wouldn't mind seeing a Helmosaur come back either. That would be a a link to the past one that I I always really liked. Darknuts. Let's get some Darknuts back in here. Oh, man. That would be awesome. Yeah. What about the face?
0: The face? Oh, (laughs) yeah. The face Oh, man. But you can't even tell because of the way the camera works. You can't tell that it's yeah. on, that you're walking on it.
1: it just eat oh, you. Oh boy. Yeah, that was pretty good stuff. They could make face scary.
0: They absolutely could. I don't know.
1: <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. Uh any um any I, they're doing last call, so I don't know, any any final thoughts, any parting words uh that like points you want to get across. Uh, what hopes for the DLC uh, outfits you want? I don't know.
2: Yeah, I just I would like continued uh, explanation on lore, and I'm hoping that DLC will give that to us. You know, I I think Nintendo basically regretted creating the official timeline <laughs> and then created this game to just thoroughly confuse us all. But um it's only sort of whet my appetite and made me more interested. And, you know, I haven't done all the side quests in the game by any stretch of the imagination. So, and I know that there's other side quests that are kind of more lore centric, but um, I I hope that Nintendo continues to give us a little bit more guidance on, you know, is there still a timeline? (laughs) What does this mean? That would be, (laughs) uh, that would be nice. Um, I would honestly love some in this just because link to the past is you know, right up there with my favorite Zelda games ever. I would love a little more love, uh, for that game, you know, maybe even, a like a master sword variant, uh, that has the link to the past look on the master sword would be really cool. Um, so those would be some things Let's that see. I would like to see. Seashell um, sword. Yeah. Yeah. That a would Seashell be awesome. sword. Yeah. Ah, oh, uh, you know, and I will, I will say, you know, um, again, with being very mindful of spoilers, just, um, the final act of this game solidified it for me is my, my favorite Zelda game ever. And uh, man, I'll, I'll be definitely listening to see what you guys think about that when, when you get there and you talk about it, because um, it, you know, Nintendo just delivered and, you know, like I, I, this game just doesn't, you know, your entire journey through this game, it doesn't cease to give you these moments where your jaw just hits the floor and they save a few of those for the end. So
0: I just had an idea I'm what glad to hear. Um I just had an idea. In Insomniac Spider Man, Miles Morales, they added a costume that was from Spider Verse and it ran at like a uh, twenty frames per second. Like it, it intentionally did that. I want an outfit that does that, but it looks like the Zelda CDI. Um, oh man! I wanted to look. I wanted to move as the animation of that, where it gets really close to the screen all the time, and like everyone's just moving around unnecessarily. That's what I want. Nintendo, give me that DLC.
2: That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, they'd have to admit that the uh <laughs> the the yeah, CGI CGI games exist. So
1: yeah. <laughs> you okay on that. the milk? Jeremy, uh, you
2: uh, maybe drank
1: a
0: little too much milk? Too
2: much, that's it. I'm, I've am i been cut off from the milk.
0: Yeah, me too. Oh, uh,
2: right. Who's taking me home? Whose uh,
0: who's horse am I riding?
1: The guy who's got the magic carpet from the CDI games you love so much. Fantastic. <laughs> Let's you, go. I'm not driving you home. <laughs> Shalala. la la
2: Have Thelma order you a wagon.
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't. No, she'll just be like, there's a room upstairs. You know, Thelma. Can't trust <laughs> her. Uh, yeah. Great. She's here now. That's part of that's canon now. Great. Thelma's here.
0: <laughs> Thelma's here.
2: Yep.
1: Uh, everybody, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, get, go ahead and get, uh, tell everybody once more where they can find you.
2: Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at David Lasby on Twitter and bossresh.net and zeldadungeon.net.
1: Woo! Uh, Jeremy, where can they find us?
0: Uh, You know, go to chatofthewild.com. That'll take you to our audio there. Uh, Once again, just want to push... Give us a review on your platform. Uh, we've, we've we've got, you know, a lot of reviews on there and it's been great. We read all those. Um, we'll be doing something soon. The, over on Spotify, you can comment on episodes and there's a lot of people who have been talking on there. I think when we have a lighter episode, I'm going to bring them all up then. There's a lot of people that have been like asking questions. It's hard. You can't necessarily respond on that that way i would just like talk to him that way but i can't so we'll save him for an episode uh coming up soon but go on to spotify and comment on the episodes and you know if there's something you want us to talk about go do that and go to our discord as well
1: Woo! also check out patreon.com slash chat of the wild
0: and hurry get
1: out of here (laughs) before Telma tries to grab your butt (laughs)
2: thanks guys